Hey everybody, thank you for joining Wake Up With Casey. I'm Kimberly and today I have, I'm just so excited that I've always wanted to talk about this subject matter and because of the my own questions that I've had and some experiences that I've experienced in it, and there's a connection with ancient civilization and extraterrestrial beings. You know, are they really out there? How do we know? And I have an amazing guest that actually is an investigator and he started out and we're going to find out why and what he has discovered and what he's going to share about a disclosure that's coming out. Please welcome Roderick Martin. Hello, Roderick. Hey, Kimmy or Kimberly, how are you doing? I'm doing good now because I've been waiting patiently to have this kind of conversation. <laughs> well, I am also glad to be here with you. So I'm all yours. So let's have it. All right. So I see you have your hat, MUFON. Can you explain that to the viewers, what it is, how it got started, and where you come into this? Give us a little background about how all this was started. Well, MUFON is one of the largest worldwide organizations when it comes down to ufology or abductions. And they've been around since 1969, if I'm not mistaken. Um, their website is MUFON.com. MUFON is, is an acronym or for the Mutual UFO Network. So that's how the word MUFON uh, was derived. And, you know, people can go there um, and become a member and have access to their vast number of files that they have and uh, articles, magazines that they produce. Then also, if they did decide that they wanted to take it a little further and become a UFO investigator, MUFON has a program for that, that you can um, become an investigator, uh, go through MUFON University, uh, and eventually move on from investigator to a certified UFO investigator, um, which is there. Now, it's a nonprofit organization. They don't pay us anything for that, but it's all volunteer. But And it also consists of a lot of ex-military pilots, CIA, you know, just a lot of uh, really highly skilled people when it comes down to this subject matter, but also is open to the, whoever want to learn to become that. And so um, that's one of the things I'm, I'm one of those people. I, I, I didn't, I wasn't a pilot. I hadn't been in the military uh, from there. So, but MUFON is a great place for people to go. So when did this start out for you? When did you have this like, aha awakening of, you know what? I want to learn more about this. I mean, what happened? Well, I, I don't know if it's the aha moment of awakening. It's that scene from a few good men. I want the truth. And then you can't handle the truth. So that <laughs> begins everything when it comes down to investigating UFOs. But however, um, when I was 12 or 13 or maybe 10, somewhere, somewhere in there, I saw my first UFO. I live here in Dallas, Texas area. And one late evening, it was just about dark, and I was standing in the front of our home, and I looked up and saw a white disc flying across the sky and or whatever it was, but it was two jets following it. And at that time, I just, you know, it wasn't any fear or anything. It was like, wow, that's strange. 
and went on to learn that there is something called a UFO, you know, at this point. Um, but overall, you know, like anyone else, you, you begin to have the interest in the subject matter as you watch some of the old TV shows, the ancient aliens and, uh, you know, documentaries, you know, different things that, you know, you just had the interest. But, you know, as I grew older, the interest grew stronger. Then one day I was surfing on the Internet and I think I was no, I was watching Hangar One. I'll never forget. And that's one of MUFON's shows that they had allowed people into what they call the hangers files or and one day I was after I did that, I Google, I don't know why, but I Google Hangar One or you know, on Facebook or something, and I noticed that MUFON had a Dallas chapter. And I was really intrigued. I was like, wow, okay, let's uh let's kind of do that. But I ended up missing that chapter meeting. And then, I, and then, you know, I said, well, one of these days I want to get more involved in UFOs. And, and I used to always say to myself, man, I just want to be one of these guys, uh, you know, maybe on TV that, you know, just talking about it. And, and this was just a couple of years ago, you know, when I really decided to go serious in it. And uh, lo and behold, uh, you know, I was uh, just went through a divorce. And like most people, um, and which is one of the things I strive for now, can't have these type of conversations in their household. Uh, it depends on the, the religious thing, values of that or the stigma that one or other has. And some people who may have seen one can't tell their spouse or cousins or friends or co-workers. And I was one of those people that, you know, my wife was a lot, a little younger than I was. And she was a little more embedded into uh, our religion, which is Christianity. And I do believe in that. And, but just to say, hey, there's a UFO and there's a possibility and we're not alone was not happening. And I almost was going to be the good husband and, and which, you know, I have some goodness in me. And I was like, well, let me just give up this thing because it's affecting her. She can't really, you know, uh, want to have a conversation and I don't talk to anyone else about it. Um, and I'm glad I didn't. Um, you know, now I'm a UFO investigator. Um, I run one of the largest clubs on clubhouse i now have you know i you know have a podcast a youtube channel i am now going to be a host of a tv show coming up this this uh coming i can't tell the network right now but i am going to be a host of a new ufo show uh on tv on one of the major networks and you know just you know one the finalists or you know in the clubhouse creators first program which is now i have a full funded season to do uh, audio on their platform, uh, working on a new book, you know, and you're talking about, I could have been just quiet and been at home and all that I have on the inside would have stayed there. Wow. Well, I'm glad that you pursued that passion that mm -hmm. what was, you know, you felt inside that, Hey, there's more to this than me. And it actually opened your eyes to realize that, we're not alone. We oh have God, been alone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and when you talk about, you know, unfortunately, yeah, you know, you went through the divorce. And, you know, I feel it was just necessary in order for you to go to the next level where you're at now. And it's just expanding. And congratulations on being a winner on the clubhouse. Mm -hmm. But when you get to, you know, the, the history did, you know, the government, CIA, FBI, whatever you want to call them in, in the military, 
they've known about, there's been other sightings, there's been abductions, there have been so much that has been hidden, but it's pretty obvious that, you know, I've experienced not one, but two UFO sightings myself to where there's like no way that it could be anything, but something that is way highly evolved and from another galaxy dimension, whatever you want to call it. And when you experience that yourself, you can't, you start questioning things and from my understanding, it even goes back to ancient civilizations. There's been writings about their drawings, even about these other beings that really don't look like human. Did you discover some things in your research and UFO findings and, and whatnot as well? Yeah, I think, you know, we, uh, I think most people do have the idea that there's more in the, where we are. There's got to be life beyond. They just don't want to explore it. it. It's it's like what you were just saying, the expansion of the mind. So the mind is like a parachute, the worst best when it's open. And some people is not going to jump out the plane to explore the possibilities that there's more. And for me, yes, you know, like all of us, you know, as you go deeper, this rabbit hole is deep. I mean, it's not a, um, you know, you got things that's in the sky, that we are trying to figure out what it is. And then you have interdimensional, you got, you know, uh, all these different types of things, people being visited, being abducted, you know, and of course you got UFOs, you have, you know, all these anomalies. And so it all boils down to that. There's some other forces going on within our dimension, but into a point that we can't really uh, see it. So when you go back and you look at the history of, uh, the pyramids and you go back and you look at some of these, you know, ancient tablets and all of these things, the inscriptions are there. Now we don't know who uh, actually engraved them, but we do know that these things are thousands of years old. And if something is thousands of year, uh, years old, but it's also displaying things that we're dealing with today, isn't that just enough evidence that something, you know, that there's a, a proof of what's going on, but some people can't accept that. So, and they just believe in this one book, but there is even evidence in this one book. And we both know what that is. The Bible even yep. describes these ships of some sort, spheres, chariot things with wheels and all this other stuff. When I started reading the book, I, that's when I started questioning, like, wait a minute, hold up a second. <laughs> and then, you know, you mentioned about the pyramids. You know, if you really look into the history, there's been pyramids like Peru and Egypt there. And there's pyramids in other parts of the world that are similarly similar. They're similarity designed, I guess, if you want to. There's two almost the same, just different parts. And I find that fascinating. I'm like, how did they? even know where to put these pyramids what was the purpose for them yeah i think that what, what you're hitting on is this is where the line is drawn where even in my community this is one of my plights is to uh, be a voice 
in the African-American community, because I always felt that with this new paradigm shift of consciousness and all the things that we're dealing with, you know, with in our, in our culture built into the Christianity of the Bible, that that merger of what's happening will be very difficult for a lot of people to deal with because taboo, it's just taboo to talk about anything other than this Jesus Christ story or within it. But yet in my culture, and, and I'll tie this back into what you just said, is that, you know, we're taught or all of us who believes in Christianity are taught that, you know, uh, here's a person that was crucified, you know, all the things that he went through, then he was risen, you know, uh, or has risen or all of different stories that are, you know, or today you kind of got to go, well, wow. But yet over here, we can't believe what the scientists said. We can't believe what the, the aircraft, you know, person saw, the Navy saw, the radar system saw that there are some phenomena over here, but we got to believe this. Now we go deeper. Um, and this is something I've been exploring a little bit and I don't touch on it a lot just up yet. Uh, but, you know, you take Genesis 1.26, you know, it says right there, uh, God says, you know, let's make them, you know, in our image. That was plural, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And so that was plural. And, and so the Genesis is the first book, right? And so let's make them in our image. And right there saying to you that, mm, you know, this is not one, this is many, you know, and so there it, it changes the story a little bit. Then you think about um, the the uh, temple, the thing that was built into the sky. Babylon, I forget the name just real Babylon. quick. Babylon, yeah, in, in Babylonian. Babylonian. And one of the things they said was, "Nope, let's now divide them into different languages and different places," which kind of explains where all these pyramids in in so many different areas, but still have similar technology of build that you know that we was probably deliberately placed because they didn't want man at that time uh, supposedly was gaining a lot of knowledge and was trying to build to the skies. Right. And so there's a lot of stories and, and, and what I may say right now could have been contradictory. Uh, of course, we both know we, we learned from Billy Carson, one of the greatest. Uh, and yeah. so therefore, if anyone want to go deep into that forbidden knowledge, you know, uh, take the leap and, and go for it. But on a, on a, on another level, just like you and I, it just makes you say, hmm, there's something a little different, uh, and it's worth the possibility of exploring. And, and even questioning, like, um, I remember being on your clubhouse event, and Billy Carson was there, Linda Moulton was there, How, Linda Moulton Howe, Barbara Lamb, then there was even Kathleen, who is the niece of the... Um, aunt and uncle that was there's the niece of Betty Barney Hill, mm -hmm. and then there was um Webley and Alan, uh, Whitley Straber, and then Alan Steinfeld. Mm -hmm. And I found that fascinating based on their own stories and whatnot, and you know what they've discovered, what they've learned. And I would love to have Billy Carson on my show to because I want to like go deep, like. He's done the research. Oh my god, that's yeah. what I find fascinating. He and he doesn't look his age either. I'm like impressed with that by, by far. It's like well, I'm we, one year I'm one year older than him. I get it. 
<laughs> and I'm like, dude. <laughs> but I love, it's like I, I don't want to pick people's brains, but I just want their feedback. Like what if, you know, you've been to all these places, you studied this. He's mm -hmm. actually studied the cuneiform writings. Well, you know, Billy, you know, a degree from MIT, he got a, you know, in neuroscience and all these different things. The guy is highly intelligent. Uh, and therefore, you know, he, his research, uh, is, is thorough. And of course he's been on, tons of tv shows he had books bestsellers and everything else and so he's paid his dues of getting out there uh in learning and, and but like billy says we talk all the time he only shares one percent of what he knows to everyone the rest of it just is not enough people to handle all that he has already discovered you know and so you know it, again and if you hear the one percent of what he teaches it'll blow you away I've been on a couple of his workshops and I've been blown away of, you know, what he has shared and what he's teaching. And I, I commend him for all his work and effort because I haven't been able to travel or go, you know, to see it for myself. So I'm looking for those that have seen it. Yeah. So at least I get an idea that way when I go, I know where to go, look, and, and discover it for myself and have that experience for myself. And when you talk about Genesis, the one thing that, you know, it was written at first of the gods. And then later on, they put it into God said, not the gods, God. It's always been plural. Based yep. on, you know, my own research and what I've studied in some of the writings. But the one thing that fascinated me is they keep saying that, you know, Adam and Eve were the first beings that were on this, you know, planet Earth. That's what God created. But then you get, they had Cain and Abel. But then Cain killed Abel, left, but came back with a wife. So I was asking, well, where did that wife come from? If these two were the only beings on earth, he left, came back with a wife. Where did she come from? <laughs> so it's like the little things that catch your, like, wait, hold up a second. There's something more to this that doesn't. And that's, I find fascinating. Like people, it, it's there's the small mindedness and with this, you know, paradigm shift that you talk about, would you agree it's expanding in the best way I can explain it from my understanding is like the third, the 3d dimension to the 5d dimension. And well, it, I, it's ahead. like a camera, you're looking through a camera lens and you know, on your phone, you have all like the video, you can do the portrait. Then you got the panoramic. I feel like that's the, from the 3d to the 5d, you're just getting a panoramic kind of, expanding your not only your mind the energy and opening your third eye to a bigger expansion to really see know and understand and experience would you agree yeah i agree with you wholeheartedly um now one of the things i try to be a little more uh, i say kind <laughs> is i don't i don't blame people for not knowing because, you know, it's nothing, it's no different us born into this earth 
the children of our parents and it's their job to teach us. And then as we then experience life, we learn more. And then as we begin to uh, ask or get that intuition or whatever that is, that feeling that there's something else, then it's our responsibility to go ahead and start exploring. That's just where people stop right there because they just, it's a fear of what you're <laughs> going to know. And, and it's rightfully why Billy calls it forbidden knowledge, you know, you know, and at some point, not in a negative sense, it's just, you know, this is stuff that, you know, people don't want you to know. So I think when it comes down to, uh, which is how I approach uh, my, you know, clubhouses, the podcast, you know, all of that with just one moment, somebody else is going to learn something new. It's going to open their mind, just like I did. And then I took the the initiative to, to begin to saying maybe there's something behind that rock over there, you know, and I'll at least walk over there and see. And then you get there, you find that mm, it's not what I thought. But then you look further and say, oh, wait a minute, there's another rock. Instead of you going, well, I'm not going to waste my time. You go to the next one. And now it opens up all those doors, the possibility of knowledge, the new things. And so, but it's people like you uh, who have took the initiative to start channels, YouTube channels, spreading the word, spreading the knowledge. And there's going to be somebody watching this video who consciously has been sitting there in our turn praying to get new answers. And then it's going to line itself up with this message you're doing today and what you all already been doing. Right. And so that's how it's going to get further and further and further. And then there will be some who would never know. And there'll be some who don't want to know uh, what's really happening until all of a sudden it's a little too late. Right. And so, and, and when I say late, not in negativity of whatever, just, at some point, it's always a little too late, um, mm -hmm. you know. But I guess with knowledge, it's never too late, right? Because it, it doesn't matter. As long as you're here on this earth, in this realm, and we're growing, then, you know, just continue to grow. Um, and so let me take that off to say, you know, not too late, as in some death or, or something. And it's just, if it, it could be in context with there may be something you were supposed to do uh, with that knowledge or something and the time has passed uh, for you to have utilized it or something, you know, I, I don't know. So, and uh, you know, but I think what you're saying and what you're saying, yeah, is, is, is a hundred percent. I just think that I don't blame people who don't know, you know, and it's kind of like anything else, you know, if you don't know, you never had experience to, or if no one's there teaching you uh, some things, you're just not going to find out. And you know, with that being said of not knowing or not wanting to know, mm -hmm. and with history, which to me, UFOs existed, and they're the ones that, and I believe they're, that's how we got created from them. And there's many different beings that have been coming to, visiting, because it's earth is a, a beautiful planet that we live on. And then I'm going back in history, even on discovering about beings, other beings and whatnot. But then I'm looking, I'm like, history is repeating itself. It's just different timelines. When are we going to wake up? Because yeah, think, yeah. it, it, do you agree that it's like we're in a movie and we're seeing all these timelines, but it's the same thing happening over. I'm like, this is, 
getting well like, give me an give me an example thing. when you say same things happening over so give me an example okay wars oh okay. Um, greed control manipulation <laughs> what, what, then i would tell you that that just bends us here to the bedrock of time right and you know wars and, and so i get what you're saying a correlation of the same thing i think we're just uh, how about this when we start listening to a lot of the messages that people are been getting from these extraterrestrials and when they're visited and you know in the subconscious realm or you know uh, the messages is all about the same. It's about the planet, destroying the planet, love, peace, all of these things. So I think that uh, for me to you or us, you know, I would say it's not so much of us getting the same thing. We just haven't learned the lesson they've been wanting us to learn since the beginning. And so it just keeps happening because we're not growing to a point to where we are. And that is some of the messages they've been saying. People like, you know, ascension and all of this stuff preparing for that and you know you look back in the past what happened to all the old civilizations that they just said oh scratch it these guys don't get it we'll start over right i don't know we we can't go there but or is there some type of dimensional time you know just going and you know going parallel times and and so so i get what you're saying when you come back to say you know is happening over again, but I think, you know, we have always had wars. It, it's just that back then there was wars with spears. Then there was wars with little bitty guns. And then we got wars with other things. Now we got wars with the potential of the atom, which is that what scares the, the extraterrestrials because now mm -hmm. that is a huge destruction versus shooting a born arrow about a hundred feet. Now you can blow up the planet. And they're not down with that, I don't think. And, you know, it's not just, you know, the way I see history keep repeating itself. Now, I'm going to mm -hmm. go on a neuroscience aspect of it that Billy okay. Carson and Dr. Joe Dispenza, Greg Braden, Dr. Bruce Lipton, they talk about this. And it just made sense to me. It's like, oh, my God, the limited beliefs, the mental programming, and then let's add emotional, energetic traumas that keep passing forward yeah and that's the part of the connection of why history keeps repeating itself now, I, I get you now i get where you're going with the re re repetition yeah yeah you're correct on it and i believe that the you know billy carson speaks of anunnaki i've i've had other researchers talk about and that studied about the anunnaki and I feel that when they're the, we got our garbage and our beliefs and programming all that from the beginning from them because they fought against each other a lot of times when they came to this planet from Nibiru, from my research and and, and studying, they came down. They had way stations for their they called it abode for their ships. That they came in and they were able they were able to travel to the egypt they got the pyramid there then you know you got peru and then they you know over in greece they had these stations and that's how they were able to get us originally they created us to be primitive workers to be slaves that's where slavery began right 
and it just keeps changing forms of you know different types of slavery and it's like now i'm, I'm trying to wake up people like hello <laughs> you know understand your history don't just go by one book and that's the you know this is the word of god no we're all gods in a in a form yeah and in in we know um the worst thing is to to be a prophet in our own town um i think what happens is you know you're gonna like i said before you're you'll get people who are supposed to find your message will find your message it's almost like that old saying when the teacher you know when the students ready the teacher will appear right and at what cost eh, who knows but i think at the end of the day uh, just one person at a time. That's all it took. You know, you found out one at a time and then, you know, someone else finds out about the truth or start digging into the knowledge of the history and, and all of those things, one person at a time. And, you know, and for me, you know, I'm more into UFOs, ufology. Um, I don't go into or I have not explored deeply into that side of the fence where you are. Not that I don't and not familiar with the existence of that ancient knowledge, you know, and everything else. And so, but we all have a part to play in getting the word out and getting people out. If that's the mission, uh, I think the whole thing is I'm noticing that people's consciousness are allowing them to see UFOs on a regular basis. Uh, allowing them to understand the phenomena without fear, uh, mm -hmm. but also takes us into what we're dealing with today, which is the disclosure countdown. So, you know, there's a lot of things that are happening right now, uh, but then there's things that's been happening because it's been said that the extraterrestrials are not coming from anywhere is the fact that they're already here. They could be interdimensional. They could be, uh, staying in our oceans. And, and most people don't know that, you know, 90% of these UFOs are coming in and out of water. Um, you know, that's what our reports and most of your Navy and military reports are. The earth is covered with 73% water. Mankind has only been able to explore up to about 4% of the water. Uh, we don't have the technology uh, to do that. We can go to the moon, but we cannot have not figured out a way to go to the depths of our ocean. And so um, perfect place for them to be, watch us, do whatever they do, uh, and we can't go there to see them. Wow, I, I find that fascinating. And I was mm -hmm. going to, you just like put it in there about the disclosure. Mm -hmm. Can you share your knowledge of the disclosure? How it um got started to where it's leading to next month linda brought it up so can you explain to you know everybody the audience so they can get like a, a better idea of what this is all about well we're all going to have our opinions and i'm going to just go from my uh, limited perspective uh which also has some good perspectives though right uh, because no one truly knows what is going to be disclosed. That's why they're calling it disclosure. Uh, so if anyone's saying exactly what we're going to hear, uh, you know, it's all speculative until we find out. Now, we are hearing that there may be three things we're not going to hear. Uh, 
Okay. So let's back up a minute. Um, we, over time in, in the past, uh, the history of our government and our military forces from the Navy, the Air Force, the Army, they're all what they call compartmentalized, right? Mm -hmm. They do not work together. They don't work together, never had. They're not the most friendly to each other. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, the Navy uh, has its own structure, their own faction. So there's our Army, so there's our Marines, so, so that all of these, and I'm sure you can hear my birds in the background over there. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's what I do for a living too. I uh, uh, import and breed exotic birds. I have a huge warehouse full of those things. But, uh, but you know, yeah, that's my business. Um, which, you know, I probably won't be doing that next year, right? But back to what I'm saying. So all of these things are uh, compartmentalized and they all are collecting data constantly. They all have their own secret black ops program. They all have reverse technology on versus things that they have acquired from, you know, UFO crashes or some cases contribution of knowledge from extraterrestrials who are here working alongside of some of these different entities. There was a lot of things happening. What was not happening, once again, was the uh, one place of consolidation of information. Now, a couple of years ago, and I'm not saying this is one of the things, but a couple of years ago, in the name of this thing was called a Moor Moor or something. There was a object that was flying toward us, okay? Uh, from space, looked like a rock. Your audience can Google it. You know, you just misspell it. It's going to come up more and more or something. And they, it looked like it was flat, pancake-like thing, but it was a, a rock-looking object. It was speeding into our galaxy. And one of the scientists discovered it. But what they noticed that as it got closer and closer to Earth, it started to slow down. It's slowing down. So they knew at this point, this is not an anomaly. This has got to be some type of a controlled, you know, uh, object. Well, once it got to us, it immediately turned around and went rapidly back. That right there did enough alarm to people that, okay, wait a minute, something is saying we found whatever, and I'm going back to tell. Now, I say this to all the time to people that, well, the extraterrestrials are, you know, they there's no threat, they, you know, they come in peace. But just like humans, not all of us are peaceful right? There's a capability. If there's multiple species of some kind, each of them have the ideology, even though if they were extraterrestrials and, and wherever. So at this point, then we had where Trump administration at this time formed the space force. Okay. And the space force is a new military division of our government. So we got the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine, and we got the Space Force, which is now nicknamed the Guardians, okay, higher appropriate. But now what's the problem with that? The problem with it is we have a Space Force who is put in place as another branch of our military, and the branch of our military is for protection or everything else. And so you got this side of the public like, well, why would we want to have all this? Well, just like everybody pay car insurance every day just in case you have a wreck. You know, you don't want to have somebody come and, and and we already got things in our skies flying around. We don't know what it is. Our technology and aircraft can't keep up with it. 
and in this flying and speeds that in maneuvers that we have not even fathomed to make. And if it did became a threat, is it a vulnerability to anyone at this time? So the government said, okay, we got a space force who now has the Navy, who's probably got the most fierce of all technology when it comes down to uh, alien and black budget technology, I think. They're saying, we ain't giving y'all crap. <laughs> I don't want to curse on your stuff, right? But Oh, you can't. This is, I curse. Okay. When I get passionate. We we, we ain't telling y'all shit. You know, we're not doing it. And people think, well, the president is going to get the answer. The president is temporary. All of them are. They're either going four or eight years. But the people that's running these ops and programs been at 30 years. They're not going to give them all the information. Even our president sometimes don't know. And they can't get it. They can try to get it. But they it's just so much... Uh, cover up they can't get it so let me bring all this home so when you have a situation like this for example a uh, a ufo comes out of the water and at this point the navy themselves says wait a minute we got this on radar and they got airplanes too so they're going to track this thing but because it's so freaking fast it outruns their planes but then it also get picked up by our air force right so now we're chasing it all right. And now it's going across from here to there and it outruns them. But then maybe later on, it even it lands somewhere and it may decide to do an abduction. Now we got the, you know, FBI and all them involved because somebody on the ground was being abducted by a UFO. The army is now involved because if it crashed, all of these different things, they might have saw the same thing, but they all got their own secret files of the incident and they're not sharing the information. So now Congress says in the, in the COVID bill, which most people didn't even know it exists. Yes. You know, talk about it. Well, we got our $600 in there and that 5,700 pages. And I did a, a video on it on my YouTube channel, extraterrestrial evidence. So if anyone want to go more in depth, just watch the video, but here I'll give you the details. The, the point is in that 5,762 pages, there was a provision that Congress said in 180 days, which started back in January, we want all of our agencies to report what they know about UFOs. And people think it's for the public. Okay, that's part of it. But we got a Space Force who's sitting here saying, duh, <laughs> we're we here, but nobody's giving us no information. And they don't have to. So now as the act of Congress is saying, we need to feed one place so we know everything uh, in one place. And it's already been said that the five and five is not going for it. And the five and five is our term of the Pentagon, which is five sides and five stories high, you know, is the building. But the whole point is now we got this disclosure uh, happening and, and the public is supposed to hear something, but at some point they can just redact it and say, okay, this is, you know, secret or whatever, but it is the right step to begin the process because the next frontier, both financially, both everything else, is space. So you can't hide all that money under the black ops. So why not get the public involved that we need a space force? Whether there's a threat or not, uh, we want to go ahead and, and, and get the public sentiment that UFOs are real. Get them used to where this new money is about to go. 
Now, I, I share the same sentiment with this. I In one of my videos, I talk about everyone who have children today. Children. Now, we got to think of our children in the, ment the mental things that they're going to go through if the parents are sitting there saying, don't believe in extraterrestrials or UFOs and all of this, and it's happening. Now, the future for them, most likely, is going to be uh, involved in space you know, exploration, new jobs, new military, new. So I always tell people, buy your kid a telescope. I ain't telling you to tell them that UFO is real. Get them looking to the stars, the moon, the skies, get their curiosity. Cause that's where it's going. You know, mm -hmm. we can't, you can't stop it. You're going to have somebody's kids. And as they get out, they can't handle it. They're going to have mental trauma. The fact that, you know, that we're not alone that their their friends are now just joined the, the planet galaxy exploration corporation who's been sending aircrafts up in skies every day now anyway and that's the new jobs that's the future they're gonna colonize mars you know all of these things and we got half our generation has just been shut out but one of the things that i'm really excited for is that when i look at all our statistics we have data that tracks all our clubhouse rooms i, I track everything in my age group that although that my active listeners of thousands of people are from 25 to 54 somewhere in there uh but mainly the greatest is from 25 to 40 something so that and i'm 51 but that tells us that the youth and people are now have a more open mind because if you think about my age and older we was in a time that it was all being debunked for craziness Anytime you say something about it, you're you're stupid, right? And now their consciousness is a little higher. Things are a little different. And so I know that was a long answer, but the point of disclosure is that um, they want all of the military and all the different branches that do have information on UFOs to share that in one place. And it's not going to happen. They're, they're not going to go that route. It, it's going to be congressional hearings is going to be everything you can think of in the next several months well to me i mean this is nonsense why not join forces together and and compare the data that each of them got what they saw what they heard what they and compare it to where you can make a uh like a see it in a different perspective to where it's like you know what there is some there's more to this you're it's backing up validating and it's like confirmation and validation that yes this thing's and you could probably put the pieces to the puzzle of finding even more out when you get pieces from the army pieces from the navy pieces from the air force joining together it doesn't make sense to be all no this is you know it's bullshit and, and, and it's bullshit and but let me take it on a human level and I'm going to probably get in trouble. Uh, somebody's going to take this the wrong way. But the whole point is I'm in ufology, all right, or ufologist or investigator. And some people say ufologist was a negative term that back in the day the government gave uh, people to signify who they were to, to all the other people. That's a ufologist, meaning uh, watch that person, debunk that person, all that, because they're going to be trying to reveal what they don't want people to know. But we talk about our government, why they don't work together. I can't tell you that all investigators work together because at some point 
everybody could be trying to get their connections to get the information so that they're the ones who's revealed the truth. But at the same time, they're not sitting here calling each other, telling each other what each other knows. Uh, and maybe it happens in secrets. Now, of course, with MUFON, we have access to all of our files. But I'm talking when you're talking on those higher, hard levels. We just don't know because secret information it is a, it has a cost to it. Uh, and it is that it's like that movie that Will Smith and Tommy Lee played in Men in Black and, you know, Agent K. And if you remember the first when they first turned Will Smith on to the, you know, that we have, we're being visited when they showed him downstairs and then brought him back up and said, make a decision by tomorrow if you want to be part of this program. So he sat there on that bench all night. But then at the point before Kay left, he said, why not tell everybody? And he said, you know, people are, you know, smart. And, you know, Kay said, well, no. A person is smart, but people are stupid, dumb, blah, blah, blah. And that is the truth. So one by one, people can understand what is going on. But if you throw that out there to everybody, we got chaos. We have everything else. And this is my where I go into when I tell people, and they always like, well, how come the extraterrestrials just don't show themselves? Well, hell, they operate at a higher consciousness than we do. They know and just period hard intelligence. So they know if they was to pop and land and hop out, our whole planet will just go nuts. You know, they're not going to, it's like an ant bed in your front yard. You can walk by it all day. They ain't, they just going by marching, getting their leaves, right. Or whatever they're eating. But if you go and stir the nest, they every got thing going to Right. So it's, and it's no different than I, I tell people now being in your front yard, Kimberly and, you know, you're sitting there and you're sipping your drink and you're like, just look over at the corner and you see the big ant pile over there. But you see that damn thing start firing bombs coming out of you. Like, what the hell? Damn, they're going to burn up my damn yard. Let me go over there, fly over there and see what's going on. That's what's happening with us. Right. <laughs> and so right. <laughs> we're, we're setting off bombs and all that. And they're like, man, they're going to blow up the damn planet. Let's go cut some of this stuff off and show them don't play with this, you know, or whatever. So it all goes back down to military uh who can handle information are we going to share the information what is happening and it's all about even what billy says and what you talked about you know everybody's mind is not ready to go there but our children's minds are because it's always evolving and everything else and so this is where people should at this point think about at least and like i said i'm not telling no drastic moments don't go put you know, all of the, the movies and this in front of the kids and because Hollywood has a way of showing something totally different, right? Yes. All I'm saying is just instead of them looking at TV or what's out here today, just put some in your backyard and aim it up and just get them to saying, look at all those damn stars. Look at the galaxy. That's got to be something else out there. And that at least open them up when something else shows up, they're not surprised. You know what my favorite um, E.T. movie? It's mm-hmm. E.T. That, E.T. You, I saw that and I mm-hmm. just like, oh, you know, especially with Drew Barrymore. You yeah, know, that's yeah. what, that's my, I mean, I know there like, there's people and I was telling my partner, I'm like, yeah, there is people that have good behavior and there are 
people that have bad behavior and it's the same with these extraterrestrial beings there's some that are, you know are banana 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 oh my god i can't even pronounce it they're friendly they're helpful almost benevolent oh my god i can't benevolent or what do you mean yes benevolent beings okay <laughs> i can't believe i can't even spit that one out it's all right we and then there's together. ones that want to wipe out humankind because they want to take over the the planet and 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 then what you just said then that goes with why we would have our military building a force to protect us and some people saying it's not necessary they're not a threat i don't give a damn if they're not okay so we got proof from all the abductions some stories tell us some weird stories okay mm -hmm. and this is one of the reasons when i did my show the other days why i had kathleen there why i had whitley streber uh why i had um alan and, and alan book is making contacts for the new realities of extraterrestrial existence mm -hmm. so he, he's talking about the consciousness that needs to now begin to evolve kathleen has been telling the story of the one of the most original abductions that ever happened back you know then and then whitley's uh strebers was kind of in the 80s and something like that both were one hand true abductions but on the other hand people try to debunk it and say it and it's just cuckoo right you know uh kathleen you know the betty and barney hill story not her but her uh aunt and yeah. her husband and and it was an interact interracial couple at that time in a time that eh, it was you know that is not you know status quo but linda and billy is more of the present in the future of knowledge and what's going on. So I, that was my whole thing, the past, present, and the future, but also allowing the present and the future to validate the past because what you thought they were saying was crazy. Now we got proof that they hear the government saying that we're being visited. So now let's bring that. And then there was a lot of people who was listening, never even knew about those stories because of their age and where they was going. They just never heard it. So that was my whole intent. And it was supposed to be an hour and 30 minute pilot show turned into four hours. It and did. I, I stayed up for that one. I didn't, I was so, so like tuned in. I'm like, Oh my gosh. You and know? then I had to start because it could have get going on at the end. I was like, well, let's just shut it down. Cause we had over a hundred and some people wanted to ask questions. So I have it. I'm going to either upload it. Well, it's three and a half hours. The podcast services I use only let up to a three hour. Uh, so it's about almost four hours. So I got to figure that. Or if I try to put it on YouTube, which is more likely I might, it's going to take a day and a half just for the video to render into a video file. Uh, but people have been asking. And so I'll either probably make it two parts for the podcast, Extraterrestrial Evidence, or I'm just going to create it for the video there too. So, you know, uh, but but regardless to all of that, you know, you know, your purpose, what you're doing, um, I, I want to commend you because again, we stand alone in some of these areas. We stand out on the island, you know, we we are borderline to where it's a fine line between insanity and genius, you know, when it comes down to because we're 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 giving out information of things that people can't comprehend, don't want to comprehend. And if they did, it makes them a little more nervous than what it is. And so I commend you, period. Thank you. You know, uh, and, and, and so, you know, continue to do what you do. Uh, and the listeners, one by one, will begin to grow into 
your podcast, your, your information and your channels and all the things that you're doing, because it's going to take a lot of us. But what we have on our side today is the whole world of the government and the new media saying, damn, them dudes was telling the truth. <laughs> so, <Yes. laughs> so now we got it and, 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 and they need to put that information out there. So. Well, I look forward to having you again mm -hmm. on my show. So I love talking about this. And thank you so much for joining today. And how can uh, somebody reach out and, you know, go to your clubhouse, go to your YouTube? What is, how can they reach out and search you out? Now, this is where we go. They put their mind to it and say, Roderick, Roderick. Don't do that. <laughs> you know, they'd be like, oh, now they're going crazy. No, just literally, you can go to clubhouse. Download the app um, if you, um, it is now available on Android and iPhone, so anybody can get on there. You do have to have an invite, but if you went to uh, my Twitter, uh, which is Roderick Martin, that's the username, or Instagram, which is real Roderick Martin, um, there are some posts in there where I made a post where you can get an invite, or you can go and text the number 972 seven eight four eighty eight fourteen use hashtag uh ufo and for those older folks pound sign ufo and it will re yeah it'll respond yeah they just made up a whole new thing hashtag right it's been a pound <laughs> sign for the day one right on old phones it's, it's still there pound sign <laughs> pound <Right>? sign <laughs> oh it's hashtag now you know so anyway so we don't confuse it hashtag pound sign ufo and what that's going to do is, is give you a welcome. Uh, it'll give you a, a link to the YouTube channel where you can subscribe. It'll also tell you in that same message, if you need to join Clubhouse, hashtag pound sign Clubhouse, and then it'll send you a invite link or one of our events or whatever we're having. And then if you need an invitation to join Clubhouse, it will, you do, it'll tell you in a message, hashtag invite, and it'll, if you want to join and then but if you already on clubhouse search extraterrestrial evidence club follow the club you'll see my profile uh, follow me so that anywhere i'm speaking within clubhouse you'll get notified um and then we're working on the extraterrestrial evidence.com which is going to be an online magazine or editorial we're we are looking for con contributors and anybody who like writing articles on paranormal abductions all parts of this phenomenon um, looking for people that want to volunteer to get them a column there uh, as we continue that. So the site is up, the, the system is up, just a bunch of dummy data as of today. If somebody watching this video today, um, then which is what, May? Where are we at? May 20, what? May 27th. So as of May 27th, dummy data up there. So if you see and you see all these little articles like that don't make sense, that's dummy data. We're going to take it down and then we'll start adding. They just let me know how the fields and stuff work. Um, and then the YouTube channel. So extraterrestrial evidence and we there are contact Kimberly and she yes. will tell you how to get in touch with me. How about that? And you know what? I'm going to leave that information in the description. So people, because okay. I always do that. So right. okay. um, I will definitely put that on there so they can, it's easy access. They don't have to write, it's right there for them. All and, the and one more thing I forgot. If they do miss any of our clubhouse, I do a show every Tuesday and Thursday, 8 later central. If you miss any of that, 
go to the uh, extraterrestrial podcast, which is on Spotify and all that. That's where I load it up. But usually it's about a week or two past what we do live. So uh, if you want to hear it live and participate in the conversation, ask questions live to some of the guests that we have, which is the power of Clubhouse, definitely be on those live events. Well, thank you, Roderick, for sharing your knowledge, your wisdom, and congratulations again on being a winner on Clubhouse. I look forward to hearing some more episodes. Well, tonight I'll be we'll be doing some. Well, tonight we'll do a more congratulatory to the whole community, and then we'll talk about a few things. But my main thing is to thank everyone who, uh, such as yourself, who supported us and was there to witness the our pilot show. Uh, definitely. One of the metrics was that uh, how many people stayed, how many people was there, and you were one of them. And I want to thank you uh, for having us to uh, get to that point. And now I think it's the win for all of us. Uh, And so I'm going to definitely represent it uh, and bring more people and people like yourself get on stage. It's, It's for all of us. So and thank you for having me here as well. Thank you. More episodes coming your way it i'm starting to let everybody know that i'm starting my second season coming up so i'm i'm doing a whole new makeover and you know a new look for wake up with casey so look forward to having everybody uh tune in to what's coming up next all righty Thank you.